So thank you, Tasneem. Number five, Chupa number five, amazing. Year number five, that was totally coincidental. We didn't plan it that way. Um, but it was amazing to hear you, you speak and it really like your khutbah captures what this mosque is all about and the fact that we all have voices, we all have experience, but what is holding us back, right? And so I thought this was a brilliant khutbah um, and I thank you again so much for all of your contributions over the years and for, for your amazing khutbah today and um, talking about how we can actually put it into action and, and use our intuition. So I think you wanted to start us off with a, an intuition practice or exercise. Go ahead. Yay. So we talked so much about intuition. I thought I'd, we'd create the space to actually dig into it. Biggest thing going into these, um, into doing this, is to have zero expectation. Because the more you try to bring something on or get that answer, the harder it is to really be present. So I'm gonna share with you um, one of, like, I was in that space where I had to do some writing and I was feeling stuck, I was feeling bogged down, I was questioning myself, I was doubting myself, like all of that. And in that state is when I needed to get clear, right? And, and dig in and surrender to God. So I'm not gonna do an impromptu from my heart in this moment, Dua, with you, but this is what I literally used in that moment, and it helped me to get centered. So I'm gonna read that Dua and then just invite you to be open, to feel whatever feeling, thought, question, physical sensation that comes up for you, and see what you receive from it. And then we'll see. Maybe something will happen, maybe something will not, it's totally fine. It's totally a practice. Right? Should, should we think about like a situation or a problem we're trying to figure out beforehand? Or what do you recommend? I think for this practice round, I'd rather you don't. Just because I want you to feel it without any pressure. But when you are in that space looking for guidance, then please, yes. Bring it to mind. Again, it's part of the, the steps, right? You, you, you bring that to mind. But I think for right now, I invite you to just feel that voice, feel that presence within you so you know it's there. That's my number one goal right now. Does that work? Okay, cool. So I'll invite you to close your eyes, to minimize all the distractions, be comfortable. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah. Ya Allah, my Lord, my Creator, you are the source of all creation and all substance. You have created me, my gifts, my dreams. You're all-knowing and know what is in my heart and mind. You're most magnificent and most merciful and most compelling. Please help me, Ya Allah, to surrender deeply to you, to be moved by you, to be held by you, to be used by you. I surrender to you, my Lord. I surrender. You are the ultimate creator and the master of this universe. Everything is yours 
and yet you have blessed us with the power of choice. The choice to choose you or choose our ego, to choose serving you or serving ourselves, choose truth or choose illusion. Ya Allah, I choose you. I choose you. I choose to serve you, my sustainer, that sustains all that I am and all that I can. I choose you, my Lord, who is all-knowing, all-seeing, all-hearing. It is you I trust. It is you I seek to please. It is you I love. It is you whose approval I crave and need. Please forgive me. Please forgive me for my inconsistencies and shortcomings and mistakes and for all the precious time I waste. Please forgive me with your mercy, my Lord. Please forgive me. Help me, guide me, and continue to compel me so I stay present and surrender and do my best to express through you, to serve for you and serve with you. I love you, Ya Allah, and I surrender to you. I surrender. I love you, and I'm ready to be used by you. I trust you. I surrender. I surrender. I surrender. Let my thoughts be from you. Let my intuition be your voice. I'm now ready, Ya Rab. I'm ready to listen ready to receive with gratitude and love. Staying really present, keep your eyes closed and just listen. Listen to what's happening in your body. Maybe it's a physical sensation. Listen to that thought or that question or that idea that might pop up. Just listen for one more minute and feel that presence. That's right. Keep listening, keep feeling. Stay curious. It might be subtle, or it might be strong. And now if you wish to bring up a question could be an easy question, could be something about the day. Bring it to your mind and heart and see if something comes up for you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you for this moment. Thank you. So I'll bring your, invite you to bring your attention back into the circle, but know that this space is within you and within your grasp anytime. So feel free. In fact, please go there again and again and again as often as you like. It's a beautiful tool. Thank you so much, Tasneem. Um, so who would like to ask the first question? Anyone? Maybe I should stand up to be more intimidating. <laughs> Who's going to do it? <laughs> Who's first? 
or a reflection, if you'd like to share. Yes, so this is Dr. Hadia, who gave one of our khutbas in the past. Assalamu alaikum. Yeah, I have a question for, uh, when you are in deep, like uh, emotionally, or like uh, the, either the situation or depression, or whatever is, how you can like take yourself out and do this? So what can be preparation ahead of time to make you, because if you don't have someone around you, remind you, take deep breath, sit down, go wash your face. So how we can get this if we are alone? Thank you. Well, first thing, it definitely helps to have someone. Um, I definitely um, appreciate that, and, and it becomes easier in that moment. So whenever we can, please use that. Um, but I've literally done, like, it's my, my prayer is not always so long. Sometimes it's just two, three words. But I've done it in the middle of conferences. I've done it, um, you know, in the middle of, like, when I'm about to start driving, I've done it in the middle of so many different things. So it is possible. And the way you bring yourself is by literally giving yourself the permission and the invitation to create that space. You know, we never have time. We always have to create time. We don't have a space. We have to use that space. So I think that's one of the biggest, it is definitely a challenge. I hear you 200%. Like Samia is actually much better at it than I am. Even if it's like super duper loud, she can, she can tune in. I need it to be quiet. So I'll step away. I'll, I don't usually go to the bathroom because that feels weird, but I'll find a, a cause quite corner where I can close my eyes. And closing my eyes, putting my hand on the chest, um, those kinds of things, again, breathing intentionally. Your breath is very powerful. We take it for granted because we're doing it all the time, but it's actually an intentional breath is the fastest way I know to take that pause and be in that space. My question is um, regarding Istikara because I've always thought about making Istikara only when it's um, you know, some kind of serious decision. So you mentioned using it also in what, meditation? So the, the formal istikhara prayer, you can definitely use it anytime for big and small things. It's not like you, ha you can only do it for life-changing um, situations. But I, yeah, I, so sorry, your question is, can you use it in meditation? You can use, if, you, if that language resonates with you, Please use it in your meditation. Use it any, every day, part of your prayer. You know, I think what sets the istikhara prayer separate from a regular prayer is that in it you're inserting that specific decision or that specific situation that you're seeking clarity on. Um, but I think the prayer itself is so beautiful that I, can, I would use it as much as I'm called. Yeah, I am an istikhara addict. <laughs> I use it for everything. And actually, um, the schol early scholars, Islamic scholars, used to use it uh, for things like which shoe to buy. Because um, if you think about it, what we think might be a small decision might actually be the biggest decision of our, our life. What if that shoe has a defect in it, you trip and fall, and you know, whatever happens. And what if you, uh, you know, take that job 
but it's actually not a significant, um, it doesn't have any significant impact on your life because you would be the same at any job that you had, right? So what we think is big or small is sometimes not true, and God knows. So um, yeah, I, I was joking around, I think a couple months ago where I, I finally realized um, that I, I always thought I was a very decisive person, um, and then I finally realized, no way, it's because I pray istikhara for everything. I'm actually an extremely indecisive person. Without istikhara, I would be. <laughs> but it gives me, I, I like to call it the confidence prayer because whatever path you choose, you've consulted God, so you know you're fine. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, you can use it for everything, for sure. Anyone else? I, I would love to have a copy of the final prayer you you led us into this. If you could post it or send it out in an email, I would be very grateful. And we're very happy to have you back, Sister Nirmalika Chishti. Um, for those of you who don't know, she was with us from the beginning and was one of our khatibas, um, but had some medical issues. And so we're, we're happy to, to see you in our space again, alhamdulillah. A lot of people have been asking about you. Um, anyone else? Not a question. Gosh, this is kind of annoying. Thank you again, Tasneem. You're so lovely. Your calming voice. Um, just to reiterate the istikhara, I think you are the person who may have taught me about that maybe a long time ago. Probably, because you love it. And have a copy of istikhara. I love that prayer so much. And I think with anything, with like listening to your intuition, and you said like bringing yourself, like remembering what to do when there's a lot going on. I think with anything, it just takes practice. And once you start incorporating it into your life more regularly, it becomes less of a task to do. I actually even did this on the way here because I was like, I'm so late. And just allowing yourself to feel what you're feeling in the moment and really like that's what I'm feeling. And really focusing on your breath, allowing your breath to anchor you and to ground you. And if you can incorporate this practice daily or weekly, it just becomes like, less of a thing you have to think about. But when you um, really, really settle and allow space and silence for your intuition to come to you, for the voice to be heard, if you can get rid of the noise and um, allow space for the intuition, but then the next step is trusting the intuition and really moving with it, you know? So I love with Issachar, it's like, turn it away from me and me away from it, and like, I'm good. You know, that's all. Practice. I want to add, I was tempted to put this in the khutbah, but I didn't. Um, but both the questions are, are I'm feeling my intuition <laughs> to share it. So, um, yeah, I call upon it all the time and use it every all the time. And sometimes I second guess it, so I have to find that reassurance and test it again. Be like, God, is that really real? Okay, are you sure? Okay, right? Like I have that. And sometimes I just have those moments where I just know. And I, there's just no question of questioning. And I want to share with you one of those moments because it was a very difficult time for me. Um, I was actually engaged. And... Um, I was at a situation where I had to make a decision. Do I keep, like get married in five weeks? Um, do I break it off or do I postpone? 
And I kept praying. I kept like, Alamia, just tell me, just tell me. I'll listen. I just tell me, just tell me. And I was, I was asking and asking, and it wasn't coming. And I was like, what? Like, Alamia, like, this intuition all the time, every time, excess. Like, why can't I hear you? And I was walking on the beach with Samia. And FYI, if you don't know, Samia is my sister. Um, we were walking on the beach, we were talking, I was throwing all the what, what ifs at her, what if this, what if I'm wrong, what if this, and then out of the blue, just like that, out of my mouth came, I know my answer, but I'm not ready to accept it. <laughs> exactly. I'm just saying, no, like that, that's your intuition, you don't trust it, because exactly. you know. Exactly, yeah. And as that soon feels. as I said it, there was a breath. And there was, and Samia also like, well then, there's nothing to talk about. You're not ready to accept it yet. Just be with it. But you don't have to keep asking because you know it, right? So I just want to say that this wasn't like 20 years ago. This is, I don't know, two, three years ago. So it, this is a practice. And the more you call upon it, without that pressure, without that like, give me, give me, give me, otherwise something must be wrong with me, that's when you hear it more. So I just wanted to share. Yeah, that's a great, great example. Sure, yeah. Okay, so I have one tip. I'm a Istakara addict too. <laughs> but one thing that I notice is usually, personally, when I do it, I um, go to sleep right away. And usually when I don't talk to anybody, like after doing it, if I just go to bed, then most likely I will have a clearer picture of what I need to do. Yeah. I have better instructions then. Like the more dua I make during my istakara, before I make the istakara dua, mm -hmm. the better, like the clearer things get for me. But the same thing happened to me that happened to you. Um, I was in a situation where I'm just like, so ready to like get the answer and I did the istakara seven times and nothing I was seeing the same thing that has nothing to do with my decision and I was just like what is this that's not what I'm asking for <laughs> but it turns out that thing was like the answer to everything else I was doing istakara for which was kind of freaky to me because I'm just like that's weird, because it's like three different decisions, yeah. and that one thing came back to every single one of those things that I had to make a decision for. Yeah. So, but initially, I didn't know what it was, so um, repeating it over and over sometimes gives you a clearer picture of what you, know, you need to do also. But also, even if you don't see anything, um, just trust your instincts, because usually you know you wake up feeling better, or you wake up feeling, you know, like better about your decision or something. So, yeah, you don't always have to see anything, but you just feel it. So, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't make sense. Uh, and you find out, you find out afterwards. Assalamu alaikum. I want to follow up about like a, all what we said. Like a, we don't have to find or see something that what we inside we want. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala know better for us. And maybe um, your vision is not, you cannot, you cannot see it. Because if this is maybe you, your car maybe broke on the street. And because your car broke, there is something wrong happened in the other street. 
and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he wants to protect you. So don't questioning why me, why I got this, not the other or like this. So this is, and when you do istikhara, this is help you to calm down with the result, as was Tasneem said, like a, if it's good for me, make me accept it, and if it's not good or not, like I don't accept it, but make me accept it with, the, with, like a, with this like a, in, from inside my heart. Thank you.